guys. Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Al, and I'm coming to you today from the Reach offices on Shrewsbury Business Park. That's right, isn't it? It's just called Shrewsbury Business Park. It is, yeah. yeah. Right around the corner from me. I said to you, man, I'm right around the corner, literally <laughs> five-minute drive. I'm joined with Rob Hughes and Dina Evans. Uh, we're going to do this properly this time. So, huge apologies, because we did this over Zoom last time. And, uh, okay, so when I... I use two things. I use Zoom and StreamYard. And when I switch from one to the other, it resets the settings and I completely forgot to check the settings. And I recorded on my microphone laptop, which was the far corner of my desk. Ah, uh, okay. So I sounded like I was underwater. I tried to no fix worries. it. And, but, so we're doing this live in person. Um, so this is great. I'd love to see these offices. They look fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you. Good to have you here and uh, good to see people coming in the offices again, to be honest. I know. Yeah. I know there was, there was a while ago when we were like, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't, you can't possibly come into my office, <laughs> and I wouldn't feel good, good about asking. But now, from the seventeenth, they say we can hug and stuff. Um, and I was talking, talking about it on the radio last night, and I was like, "Well, you know, what if you're not a hugger? And you know, everybody's going to be hugging and stuff. You're going to be the, the odd one out, like, no, thank you, no, thank you, <laughs> just hugging on the street." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I love this reach. I love that because you are you're one of those you're one of the brands that stand out in Shrewsbury. Whenever I look. Uh, an event or you know some big thing that's happening on there's a beautiful pink the reach logo it's fantastic so i think you guys are awesome and also rob the fact that i read on your website that you 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 launched this from a box bedroom in 2009 absolutely yeah uh, got made redundant in the last kind of financial crisis back in 2009 um one month's notice um literally taken my mortgage two months before that um, although uh, my boss at the time said it was absolutely fine to buy a house and everything was uh, w- was great, um, so found myself yeah with lots of bills and uh, and and no job. So um, decided to start by myself and set up from a really really one meter square box bedroom in Greenfield. I love things like that. I mean, I know th- I know things that happen quite a bit. Like you know, you hear people, you know, uh, Bill Gates started in a shed or something like that. You know. You hear these stories and it's so fascinating, so inspiring. But I feel like even now, right now, when people have been locked away, like we've just been talking about the pandemic and lockdown and how things are different. But, you know, I heard so many great stories about people that have done that. They've been they've been at home. So why not start a business? So I think yeah. now more than ever, the entrepreneurs are coming out of the woodwork, you know. Um, so which means possibly good for you guys because they'll be like, oh, I need a website. Yeah. Yeah. Is that um, there's been lots of new businesses that have come and talked to us in the last few months. Yeah. Um, but also... Also smaller businesses that are now deciding they really need to kick on um, and it's a good time to do it, especially mm-hmm. with e-commerce and things like that, um, digitalizing themselves, social media. You don't need a massive expensive shop front or anything these days. So um, I think it's tr- changed perceptions a lot. Is um, it is it um, wrong? I guess. I guess a COVID is a horrible thing, right? People died. It's, it's a genuine terrible thing. Businesses have been lost. But do you feel like it may have helped us with technology? I think so. Um, I think even people that, um, for example, we had a, um, a farrier business in to see us last month. They never used technology because they were just out visiting people. But even those guys have found out what things like Zoom are and stuff. So businesses have had to d- digitalize. Um, they've had to use technology they've never used before because otherwise, um, if they didn't have a social media channel, they've certainly got one now. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it has changed in the last year, which is great for us, of course, because... Um, mm. Our digital services has grown um, uh, tremendously over the last 12 months. 
everybody wants to be seen, uh, and that was the only place everybody could be seen. We're also joined by you as well, Dina. Thank you very much for joining us. You're the creative director. What's your role? What do you do? Um, so I head up the design team here, which is growing and growing. We've got two new starters on Monday. So we've got a full design team upstairs, and we work on everything from brand, website design, social media, everything across the business that you see is designed here. Brand so. is, is, is one of those things, like, I mean... I've been working on trying to not look foolish for a while with the with the biscuit with uh, all the things I've worked on and when it comes to standing out it's not easy is it no it isn't um and we really really get under the skin of the the people that we're working with we have full discovery sessions we really understand what their goal is um before we even start designing for them so nice nice um and so what what's the process then say somebody comes in and they're like oh I've got I've got I'm, I'm a, I sell milk I'm a, I'm a milkman I'm starting up my own business for example what, what's the process I walk into the building and how does it start we would invite you in we'd understand what you did on a day-to-day basis what you what your future goals were where you want to be seen we would look at your competitors we'd fully research that before we even started to come up with a brand and we'd also discuss naming um, mission statement and the values of your business before we even started to design for you so the science starts before you even put a pen to paper. It does, yeah, yeah, definitely. Nice. And how long have you been doing this for then? What's I've been doing it for, well, I've been a designer for over 20 years and I've been with Reach for six. Yeah, I read that you, um, you've, uh, you, uh, 2018 became board of directors. What, what, I did. Yeah, so what, what was that all? What, how does that happen? How do you like, I work for the place now, oh, I want, I want to be a big part of it um I started here in 2015 as a designer there was just myself and another designer here um we quickly grew really didn't we um so I started at when we had offices sort of out of town then we came here um the business started to grow we took on more people I then became head of design um I'd always wanted to have have my own business absolutely loved reach um, and it was sort of a natural progression um, to, to want to do that. Uh, Rob asked me to join the, the direct team, so I became a shareholder back back in 18, 2018. 2018. Mm. So, yeah. So it's, it's a really attractive thing, isn't it, Reach? Like, it just has that kapow, I don't know, X factor, I guess we can call it, you know? Um, yeah, we just all work so well as a team, mm. and every single person here matters from you know designers digital marketing social everything so um yeah yeah, it's it's just growing and growing i think we also massively promote within so for example last week um suzanne has now become head of digital here she came in as a digital marketing manager paul one of our web developers has been moved up to senior web um web developer so we're always trying to grow grow the team and that was part of Dina's progression as well we've recently brought a new director into the business as well called Zoe who heads up our uh, our client operations team so we're always trying to get really good people into the business who are going to grow with the company and, and want to keep keep growing their own personal objectives as well that's great to see you know from box room to something personally growing for you to then give other people the opportunity to grow and, and build because everybody wants something to strive for right yeah the Absolutely. next goal what's up yeah. next i just saw mark who i used to work with in asda I hope, he, I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning him i'm sure he doesn't but to say when i worked with mark in asda who's one of your photographers is that what yeah. his role yeah. yeah um 
he was just starting out photography. You know, that was his, we'd always see him with a camera in his hand and to see him walk in and take professional photographs of me here, it's just phenomenal. I love that. It's great to see people do something with their life, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Mark is, Mark's an interesting one because obviously he, he studied photography at uni and couldn't get kind of a break and it's difficult to start by yourself in photography, mm. certainly to make money from it. Um, so it becomes a bit of a lifestyle job then. Um, we were looking for somebody to come and um, do photography, but also video here, but also animation. And uh, fortunately, Mark ticked all those boxes. So he can be out photographing, he can be editing, he can be creating video. And he's um, also just been out. Social animations, really varied stuff. So, And yeah. also he's just um, training, he's doing his drone training at the moment. So oh, another service will right. be launching. That's interesting. I mean, I speak to Ben Coates quite a bit, who does Muji's Media. Yeah. And he talks about drones. Oh, they're so good, aren't they? Yeah, that'd be really interesting. Shrewsbury is such a great town, especially from the air, to be able to take yeah. pictures of, you know. Um, what's, the, what's the moment when you realised you had something special here with Reach? From the beginning. Um, that's a difficult question. I guess we, we started off in... Um, up at Battlefield, kind of in shared office space. When we took our first office at Leeton Knowles, which is just just past the Westman Showground in Shrewsbury, and we started employing people, then it was like, okay, this this is going to really start to hopefully go somewhere. Uh, and then we just continued to grow from there and made a big jump to come to the Shrewsbury Business Park um, four or five years ago. Um, so, yeah, I guess... When you take on that first or second employee, then it's kind of real. Yeah, it's real and start starting to move rather than just me having to make money by myself to to live. It was oh wow, we've 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 got other mouths to feed. And is that and, scary? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I mean, um, there's you've got lots of um, responsibility and extra pressures. Then, um, I mean, we're a team of eighteen here now, so there's wow. there's there's even more pressures. But um, but Sounds that's like still growing as well, <laughs> and still growing. Yeah, we've we've got two new designers starting next week. But it's um, uh, because we keep adding more and more services over the years. You need more specialist people to deliver those, and businesses these days want to come somewhere and have all the services delivered under one roof rather than having to speak with a photographer, speak with a brand designer, speak with a web developer, and it, it gets all kind of, you know. So you can have a, an art department, you can have a, you know, comms, and you can have, you know, different parts of the building. Absolutely. Yeah, that's quite cool. Yeah. What do you look for in a designer then? Is it someone that's come out of a book uh, and been in university and, and knows the science, or is it if you've got it, you've got it? Yeah, I think that the latter, we it's always the portfolio you look at. It, mm -hmm. it, it's really irrelevant. Well, it's not relevant, but if, if they've been to uni, then great, of course, and qualifications. But um, if you've been to uni, it doesn't mean that you can still take something, somebody's vision and design a logo. Mm -hmm. That's just, you can't teach creativity. And mm. flair um, and that passion, isn't it? Yeah, of course, yeah. So portfolio is key. If somebody comes here and puts an amazing portfolio on the table, then we'll always look at it because... Um, that's what everything is designed. Mm. Um, I mean, I've worked with graphic designers, uh, Shane Chebsey, who I've worked with um, on the podcast. We did the, a show called The Weekly Bazaar together. Okay. And I'm always messing around with logos and designs and posters and lines and things like this. And I designed something and Shane would be like, nah, it's wrong. Like graphic designers are a nightmare. 
to work with. Attention to detail is key. You'd be like, that line's wrong, that colour's wrong, you, 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 two different fonts there, it's awful, yeah. get rid of this. And I'd be like, what, just spent an hour doing that? You know? <laughs> um, so, I mean, you were a graphic designer to start off with, though. That's what you started off doing, right? Yeah, my background was design. So when I first set up, I was I was designing um print and brands but but also building websites mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't do that now because the technology's moved on um, so much but yeah my, my background was design so I still like to because um, these days I'm not involved in the, the design aspect of the business I'm, I'm more kind of strategy and new business but having that that design background when I first meet new businesses is, is really important. It's good to have the right people for the right tools, right? I mean, like, I, I can speak into this microphone like this. This is what I do, right? This is where I, you can you probably see a different version of me now from the one you just walked into because yeah. behind a microphone, I am the best. That's what I do, right? Whereas it comes to setting up websites and building things like this 24-hour podcast challenge. It's like, I've got an idea. Let's do this thing. And then everything starts moving. I'm kind of like, I don't know who to speak to. Who do I email? What do I, how do I get this? And who do, I, I, I'm not very good at managing and, and structuring things. I can just talk behind a microphone. And luckily, I've got like... I've being able to put a few people together with a team that that can kind of help me with that, and I'm making friends around Shrewsbury like yourselves, like like Pete from Web Orchard. I blast me to to mention him, but he does our website, and he knows. I'd be like, help, please, 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 please. And it must be the same for you when you're like, I, I can do design, but I've, I've got a bigger goal. Let's find the right people that can I can work with. What was that like as a journey for you? Uh, yeah, um, interesting because I used to sign off every piece of design uh, work <laughs> here, and. It, if somebody else was doing it, it even had to kind of pass through me. Whereas I've sort of let go of that a little bit over the years. Um, still from a from a top level, you know, kind of overviewing things. But now it's um, going, for me personally, it's going to visit new businesses and developing a strategy for them, whether it's design, web, social, whatever. So what excites me and gets me up in the morning is kind of going out, talking with, the, with businesses and saying, what are you trying to do? What's the objectives? Are you trying to grow your business your website inquiries whatever that is and then kind of put in a strategy and then I deliver that to the team here who are, who are brilliant who you know I kind of they, they laugh that I throw it over my shoulder and kind of let them crack <laughs> on with it but um, it's obviously handed over you know properly Al but um, the team then um, interpret that and, and, and run with it which is great I, I bet you've had many people come in like you said people have not really used technology to stand up before that of like why have I never done this before how come i've never thought of this yeah that must be nice to see absolutely mm. yeah and then to take them on that journey um is fantastic um adina from a design point of view um things change all the time lifestyles change all the time i mean like three years ago we wouldn't have like even mentioned the fact we wouldn't even thought about the fact the whole world would just lock down and stuff yeah. you know it's, it changes when it comes to uh standing out uh out from the crowd what's what are the most important factors um it depends what people's objectives are but I think for us as a business um, what we're really good at is we're really good at having relationships with our clients and and making sure that they move with the times Mm -hmm. so um, you know if we design them a brand or we've designed them a brochure or website that we always are two steps ahead of them so you know when they're seen within their competitors they're always moving with the times Mm. Um, and always refreshing what they're doing because it's really important that nobody just stands still. 
How do you keep up with the times then? Because I mean, it's hard, isn't it? So much going on, especially when it comes to intergenerational stuff, you know, because I, they're throwing an artist at me that's released a song and I'd be like, who? No, and it makes it, it's making me, I'm 34 and I feel so old and I'm not, I'm really not. But like things happened five minutes ago, I just don't yeah. understand. So how do you, do you have to get some researchers out? Or um, yeah, we, we research competitors if we're actually looking at a particular client. But I think when you're creative, you're always looking at what's about yeah. all the time because mm. it's just really important that people don't get left behind. Brand consistency, I think, is the, is the big thing there, Al, where... Um, we, we like to be people's brand guardians. That's how we kind of um, position ourselves. So if we've developed a brand for somebody, we make sure that that is consistently applied through their Facebook, their Instagram, their website, their front shop signage, their van livery, etc. So it's about, as well as keeping with the times, is about making sure that your brand is always visible and it's always presented in the best possible way it can be. Yeah, I was I was uh, chatting to some guy. I wasn't chatting about it. He mentioned it to me, and he wouldn't stop talking about it. Talking about Discord. Uh, Discord had changed their logo. They changed the color of it and stuff. And people are like flipping out about it. They hate it. They hate it so much because it's new. It's different, but it looks clearer. It's a nicer color. Things like that. But it have created them a lot of brand awareness, though. Mm, exactly. People are talking about it, aren't they? Yeah. You know, um, these are important things, aren't they? You know, does it matter sometimes? You can't just go with the, the crowd all the time, can you? You've got to go with, with what's right for you. It must be a gamble, though. Yeah, it is a gamble. But I mean, we have brands that come in here that are 30, 40 years old, and we say to them, we want to rebrand you. You know, you can imagine, oh, we've had our logo for that long. And, <laughs> you know, it's a it's a challenge. But when we do it successfully, it, um, it makes all the difference. You've got to keep... A contemporary image out there because even though you're a traditional brand say you're still selling today yeah yeah you still gotta be current absolutely um one of my favorite shows that i found recently over the last few weeks is bar rescue with john taffer it's a bit like kitchen nightmare with okay. gordon ramsay but yeah. with um a guy called john taffer who's who runs bars across the world he's one of the most famous people and he will come into these restaurants that are bars that are failing and change the name and everything of the restaurants and you these people are like no don't do that but they always go on to be really success you know successful so it always pays to listen to the experts right absolutely a lot of pressure though for that so much a lot of pressure <laughs> you know you said it would work and it doesn't but know? it's all about look and feel isn't it and if if it doesn't catch you, catch your eye especially on social media yeah. imagine flicking through your facebook all the stuff that you see it, it you only stop scrolling when there's something that really catches your eye mm. um, and that it's about creating those visual assets then that make people stop and click through yeah I was looking at my website the other day and I was thinking I need to get some really sexy sort of studio crisp clear white sort of shiny shiny microphone stuff from our website and stuff because that's what that's what podcast when you think of podcasts yeah. that's what you look at you well know that's what paints the picture isn't it yeah yeah um, and you know it's really important. Let's talk about Shrewsbury then and Shropshire because um, when you know what companies did you start working with that you still work with today? The people are, that were there from the beginning. You know, you, you got any standouts to mind? Yeah, um, quite quite a few actually. People like Prime Save Properties, who are a building company. They've been with us for probably nine or so years now. Um, Sweeney Hall Hotel up in Ozestry, um mm-hmm. been with me from the very beginning. Nice. Um, and um, yeah, there's there's lots of companies that that have stayed around, and we we've over the years kept rebranding them and um, creating new websites for them. So um, we're still winning lots of new business on a monthly basis, of course, which is great. But it's still fantastic to have those people that 
that started out with us as well. Have you ever worked anywhere else other than Shrewsbury where you've gone, no, we don't do that in Shropshire? Yeah? I've you know done, I mean? yeah, I did, did like, work over in the States, work. actually. Back in my sort of graphic design days, I used to design greeting cards and things like that. Mm. So, um, uh, but predominantly I've professionally kind of, uh, when, when coming back into the UK, worked in and around the county. Um, Shropshire born and bred, love, love Shrewsbury, love our county town. I imagine it must be really difficult though in places like London, you know, sort of stand out, rat race, kind of, that kind of battle. It must be crazy busy in play, the big cities, you know, Absolutely. congested with companies that are all fighting for, for that limelight, I guess. Yeah, you know. definitely. Yeah. And what, what I always wanted to do here was bring that London, Birmingham, kind of Manchester experience of a marketing agency up to Shrewsbury. Yeah, you said so, that last time you spoke. I'm glad you mentioned that again because that's really important. Because it is important. Shropshire is, 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 is so unique in, in how it's you know, it's situated, you know, because you can be in like in Shrewsbury and then in five minutes in the country or, you know, you're not going to, but it's nice to bring that sort of, because what people will do when they come here, they feel special, you know, they want to be part of something bigger in us, in, but still in Shropshire. Yeah. yeah. And, and for, for Shropshire based businesses of which there's some f- fantastic businesses in Shrewsbury, Telford and, and throughout Shropshire, why should they have to go to Birmingham or London or Manchester for a, for a big marketing agency? Mm. So to deliver that where, we're 10, 20 minutes down the road and do and deliver all the services that they would want. Mm. So that was that was always the plan. Um, and uh, we've invested our office and our kind of experience here. Clients come in, they can have a glass of wine or a beer or a coffee or whatever they want. They can sit in, on the beanbag and use the Wi-Fi all day if, that, if that's what <laughs> they want to do. It's, uh, it's an experience as well as an output. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy, isn't it? You always want to come to a place like this. It's got a stock fridge and all these nice coffees and stuff. <laughs> and the, the ladies out there were like, oh, would you like it? Would you like it? And I was just like, a glass of water would be fine, thanks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, if this interview was on Friday afternoon, we'd probably be cracking open the beers now. But um... You chose the wrong time. <laughs> well, it's te- it is technically afternoon now, I'm joking. Oh, it is actually, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I started doing it, I came up with this idea for the 24-hour podcast challenge, and one of the first people I thought of getting involved with was you guys because I thought you know I saw that billboard I think I spoke to you last yeah, time about did, the billboard yeah. in um, up up down Colum. You know, Colum yeah I was like oh yeah that would be amazing just for the 24 hour uh, you know you guys know what you're doing so I got I was like I speak to people about but I don't know the language to speak whereas you guys do like, you know you must have so many numbnuts like me that was kind of like I've got an idea uh, and you're just like well what we need to do is a yeah. strategy absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I'm well we try it. and take that out of people's heads and actually try and visualize it or or bring it to life yeah um what what other roles do you guys what you what do you have as a creative director and what what are the kind of things that you deal with is, is, is on a just, day-to-day basis yeah yeah because i imagine creative director is a huge title for many different things it is um i mean predominantly i used to design pretty much all the time but i rarely design anything these days we've got a full team upstairs um and i look after the um designer senior designer photographer um so i'll do anything from um i'll get be going through briefs with them we'll be discussing the clients the discovery meetings um obviously i work with them throughout the design process so i can give my creative input so your day-to-day is you are the peer for the 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 designers yeah yeah so and to make sure everything that goes out of here is on brand um you know and it's looking the best that it can look there's two films that spring to mind when i think of this or things there's mad men which is like uh you know uh 
the the seventies, sixties, seventies. But um, I was thinking of what women want with Mel Gibson, and he has that like <laughs> hate it, hate it. This line here is off. This is that kind of what you do? No, not, um, not, I'm a little not... bit more constructive yeah, than that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they probably call me, you know, Mrs. Change It. But um, yeah, it's just I think the experience that I've I've had over the years, or if um, it depends what we're designing, especially say signage for example you might think it looks great on screen but it has to has to be a certain size to get the impact so it's yeah it's just having that creative eye over everything that goes out does it kind of ruin your life a little bit because i imagine you walk around a supermarket and you're like or you know you see things in a magazine and you're like oh i hate that menus are worse actually if you go out yeah but um yeah, yeah I think it's a designer. Even when you're going up the M54, you're looking at people's lorries or yeah. vans. You know that's pretty sad, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I like that brand. Well, oh, I don't. Or like I that wouldn't have done that. Or yeah. why have they done that? But you know that it, it's just having that overall look of of everything that goes out of here. It's nice when something pays off, though. I mean, I, I change the design every year that we do. I do a show called What's the Difference, right? And I want it to be visually good to look at even though it's an audio podcast. So I created this, uh, the backdrop to be black and green, influenced by Dr. Dre's 2001 album, right? So I mm-hmm. wanted that, and then the picture in the middle. And uh, we did a, like a focus thing where we sent it away and people got back to us. And they said, that was by far the best designer of everything we do. And I was like, oh, hey, there we go. <laughs> Look at that, I can do, uh, I can do stuff. Um, if, we were t- if somebody was listening now, um, we get you know thousands of listeners around the world. If someone was listening to this and, and was, what, was thinking, what they're doing on this talking, but what is reach? Can we explain what is reach and what it is you actually do? I think we haven't covered that properly yet. You know, uh, we we position ourselves as a full service marketing agency, um, and what that essentially means is that for any um, aspects of marketing that businesses um, need or uh, require to grow their business, um, we can help them. So. Businesses will come in here looking to rebrand or reposition mm-hmm. themselves. Uh, and there's many reasons why they'll be doing that. Perhaps they're, um, they're investing in their business, they're trying to sell it, they're, t- they're building out new services, etc. There's always a fundamental rebrand or branding, brand positioning point. Mm-hmm. And then from that, um, we then help them with rolling out that brand. So whether that's brochures or printed materials, signage, livery, new website design and development. Um, so all those kind of fundamental requirements to to build the business. And then on an ongoing point of view, we manage people's social media accounts. We provide search engine optimization services, which means that we enhance their Google positioning. We run Google ads for clients. We're a Google approved agency, Google partner agency now, wow. something we're really proud of um, that we got earlier Fantastic. part of the year. Um, and then also we, we've got people going out of here on a daily basis capturing content. So that's visual content as in photography and video. Um, we do 3D walkthroughs, kind of everything, Al, really. They, we're always adding to the services here. So when a business comes here, they can have everything under one roof. So that is reach, really. I mean, it's... it's, it's Every day must be completely different for you. It is. <laughs> completely different. <laughs> that's why it's quite hard to answer when you said, you know, what is your... Mm. What do you and do across so day? many different sectors as well, you know, we work with everyone from the local football club, where well, we work with Shrewsbury and Telford United, through to food companies, um, home agricultural companies, home builders, um, people that make things, engineers, it's it's so varied. 
I spoke to Shrewsbury Town in the community um, yesterday about this idea of the 24-hour podcast challenge. And uh, they were, I was like, can, is there any chance we can use your, because you've got the Reach community hub there. And they, yeah. were, like, they were like, yeah. And I was like, what? It was one email. And they were like, yeah, yeah. And I thought I was going to have to like, go on this massive quest to find a place to sit and do this thing. Um yeah, that, that, that's fantastic. That is, it's fascinating that you do all of that here, you know, because you started off in this little room and now yeah. you're doing all of this thing around the world. Do you take on international clients as well? Yeah, we've, we're working for a company over in the Netherlands at the moment. Yeah. Um, and it's predominantly in the Midlands is where is where we work um, because we want people to be able to access us. So although everything's digital these days and we can do lots of things on Zoom, people still want to come in and, and touch and feel things and be presented to mm-hmm. yeah. um, as yeah. good as you can do that over Zoom. So the sweet spot for us really is probably a two-hour drive of businesses that, that come here. Uh, and they're coming here on a monthly basis. So uh, Yeah, I imagine, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's a great place to come. I'm impressed. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's really nice. Um, what do you guys do? Do do designers get writer block? Writer's block? Can you get like like a? Oh, if, if you if you do, what do you do to inspire yourself or drag yourself out of that situation? I think um, because we've got a team of designers here, that happens probably on a daily basis for a designer. Mm. Really, as as experienced as as people are, um, there'll always be a piece of text that's not working, or they can't find an image to fit, or just can't come up with a creative. Um, the beauty of having four or five designers is here that they just talk to each other and go, look, really struggling here. Any ideas? And they have a little brainstorm in amongst the team. Um, and then with Dina's input as well. And then we tend to kind of push through that. But yeah, sometimes, we, it, you know, it just doesn't work. So you just do something else and, and then come back to it the next day. In case of waking up at three o'clock in the morning, writing it down. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sh- the shower is the best one. That's where I do all my thinking in the morning. Um, you... you a little bit of quiet time and you you can come up with ideas yeah um what are you guys working on obviously summer's around the corner are you guys working on stuff for someone locally in shrewsbury um we are working on uh, lots of things you mentioned shrewsbury town in the community yeah. so doing a lot of work for those guys at the moment in kind of launching their their new 4g pitches um etc um we are working with a lot of leisure clients to bring um some of their events and things back to Back to market, which they mm-hmm. haven't they haven't been able to do. Yeah, I mean, I was speaking to Love to Stay. I was like, "Would you like to do a podcast and tell people you're open?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, because you didn't automatically think, "Oh yeah, we can go and stay in a caravan." Because even though it was like mentioned, my boys and it's not like flashy lights, Vegas caravans are open, arrows pointing there. You yeah. don't quite understand. Yeah, that's what that's what I like to do. Um, what's the what's the um, what's the biggest challenges for you on a day to day? Oh, um, probably just fitting all our work in that we've got to do is, uh, you know, as funny as that sounds, at the moment with things reopening, um, people are wanting to do lots of different things, yeah. lots of different campaigns, um, hence all our recruitment drive, time. really. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's so, so that, that is a challenge at the moment, um, of course, it's it's always a challenge to continue to market ourselves and remember to do that as well as marketing other people. So uh, Dean and I try and keep a good handle on that because uh, we like to like to be seen and like to be out there as an agency because um, we've got to be able to show that we're good at marketing our, our own company to 
to, to be able to do it for other people. So that that's always a challenge as well. But yeah, I imagine. Do you know? Have you got any challenges that you deal with on a day to day? Probably this. You know, it's the same really. Um, it is just getting fitting everything in. You know, get making sure that everyone's work is done on time and when they need it. Because generally, our clients have tight deadlines or they might have forgotten something and they ring up and say can I have this tomorrow <laughs> so it's like spinning plates sometimes but um yeah it's just about getting it all scheduled in and yeah recruitment is a challenge yeah, at the moment a challenge. actually because in what way? as in historically if we put a job post out there we'd have lots of people applying for it um what covid has done is People that are in a job and who are in a relatively stable job are just not looking to move because I think they're concerned over uncertainty in moving. They yeah. lose perhaps um, any rights that they would have had coming into a new business. So people, and, and I've spoken with lots of recruitment agencies and specialist agencies in our sector, and they've gone, people are just sitting tight at the moment. Mm. So when we're trying to find good people who uh, who are not necessarily looking for, for roles, it's that has been a real challenge for us this year. Yeah, I imagine that's a difficult for it. I mean, I was just talking to um, someone about well-being in the workplace. Um, and, yeah, it's difficult at the moment because there's been so many people that have been so uncertain about yeah. how things are going to be. What, I mean, what, what happens if we go into another lockdown? Or, you know, and, I, and I'm in between jobs, you know, or I've just started a new job and I can't go to... You know, it's difficult. My wife started a new job during lockdown. She moved jobs and um, they sent her out a laptop and a phone and she's, she hasn't even met people she works with yet, but she's doing her job well. Um, is that something you guys, like, struggled with during lockdown? Because obviously people couldn't come here and how will you manage to sort of keep going? Yeah, we, we had... Um, we had one or two people join us in, in, in the last year in lockdown. Um, one particular person had to, we had to meet her on a, on, on a, you know, on a dodgy corner and hand over a, a laptop. So <laughs> not the normal kind of onboarding process for reach, no. um, but you know, needs must and everything. And, and to be honest, um, they, they, they've, they've cracked on and, and re- really, really grown with the business. But um yeah, there's been so much uncertainty. And I think where people were, were in a job and they were getting paid, they weren't, you know they were even if they were furloughed or whatever they were they were still earning the money they needed to 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 kind of live and stuff whereas what we're finding now is as things are opening back up people are starting to be a little bit more confident again on Mm. actually applying for jobs and things so uh, I mean, we're still looking for one or two people now. Um, for what so, roles? If anybody's listening, I want to get. Yeah, into we're looking it. for marketing. A client marketing manager is is something that. Um, uh, so that that role is basically managing multiple accounts uh, and coming up with marketing strategy and uh, for for probably ten or twelve clients. It's a really mm-hmm. exciting role. So if there's Do any you podcaster, good, is that right? <laughs> podcaster, don't need any podcasters yet. But <laughs> if there's any good marketing people out there listening um, and, and want to grow their career in, in marketing, then uh, then give us a shout. Yeah, please do. And how can people get in touch with you? Our website is always the best, or, or follow us on social media. Um, just just under reach with, with two e's as well. We spell yeah. it R E E C H. I made that uh, mistake a couple of times. Well, I kind of find it on Instagram. Oh yeah, it's W. I know, yeah, we just do it to confuse people. <laughs> I mean, I've had this conversation with my, my manager. He's like, oh, you need to, because I I work in support, but I kind, of, I kind of move up in my job and I've chose not to because my job sort of suits me, my hours suit me for what I do. And I said to him, but the thing is, I found my thing now. This is my thing, the microphone. So if I get into a position where I can make money out of it and earn a living doing this, then I'd rather do that. So I'm happy where I am right now. Grass yeah. isn't always greener on the other side, are you? Absolutely, so. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for chatting to me today. I'm really looking forward to sort of working with you with the, the 24 hour podcast challenge as well, seeing what ideas we can come up with. Um, because I do feel like you guys are the way forward here. I think you've inspired people as well. This, this podcast will inspire people, you know, people that are in their bedrooms, like they probably just finished uni or they're, they're, they've got an idea and you can do it out of a box bedroom and create something big, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So thank you very much for doing that. No, uh, thank you for uh, for having us on. No, 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 that's great. Well, uh, I, I really appreciate you doing it a second time, the first time. <laughs> it was just as good the first time. It was a really good interview, so uh, I'm really good about that. But um, yeah, guys, I want to tell you about the, the, the 24-hour podcast. I know I mentioned it a few times, but yes, on the 29th of September from 9 a.m., I'm going to hit record or we're going to go live and we're not going to stop until uh, 9 a.m. on the 30th of September. It's going to be completely live for 24 hours we're gonna have 12 hours of the biscuit and 12 hours of USUK us uk um and the idea is to raise as much money as we can for lingan davis i want to use all the resources that i've gathered around the world over the last few years and funnel them into one place so i can help my community uh, the idea of doing this is to encourage you guys to go and do it if you've got um a, a vlog if you've got a podcast if you've got a gaming streamer if you've got anything you you know you can where you can make it make, make a noise and bring people together do something the same because what's the worst that could happen you help Absolutely. the community so um you can get in touch with us. if you want to help us you can get in touch with us i can't talk today um via our website which is www.theshrewsbiscuitpodcast.co.uk and that's made for us by our friends at web orchard i feel bad saying that here in reach uh, we love you pete white thank you so much for doing <laughs> i that thought for you us. were brave <laughs> <laughs> we love pete as well <laughs> pete's great um yeah thank you for that and guys thank you again for joining thank us. You. thanks i'll nice catch you guys you. next time peace out cheers <laughs>